0: Welcome back to the Creating Wealth and Wellness podcast with Taryn Misseldine. That's me and Amanda Kingsley. Hi, Amanda. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 41, I believe. Woohoo! We're in the 40s. Um, let's see. That's amazing. I know. Isn't it? It's so cool that we yeah. keep, it, it, you know, when you're, that's like a lesson in just being consistent, like that little step. Yeah. Yep, it's awesome.
1: And it's one of those lessons for me that's like. When you think about starting a podcast, it's one of those, how am I going to fit that in my life? But then it just is this like, it just works. (laughs) It works for 40 episodes.
0: So today we are actually going to talk about um, coaching, consulting, and therapy. Oh my. And (laughs) before we do that, let's talk about our gratitudes. What do you have to be grateful for today, Amanda?
1: Mm, Well, I'm super, super grateful for podcasts. So I love other people's podcasts. As much as I love our own.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes more because listening to another podcast doesn't involve so much work. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
1: Um, yeah, I just love finding new podcasts. I feel like um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just such a, when I get in the car to drive and I get to put on a podcast, it makes me so happy. Like, I love listening to podcasts. So
0: Cool. That's my wow. gratitude today a really, really good one. Yeah. Um, so today I am going to, um, my gratitude is actually for sun-drenched freckles. Oh. I mean, like, <laughs> sun. It makes every freckle that ever wanted to be with me arrive. <laughs> That's so cute. So, right now, my whole face, my chest, to the tops of my shoulders, everything is covered in freckles. And I used to hate them as a kid because it made me feel, you know, like different and whatever, blotchy, but now I actually love them. I'm like, yeah. oh, look at you cutie little freckles. So I'm them. grateful for that because it also means that I have spent some time in the sun. So Which means you were breathing fresh air. and it means I was breathing and I was making vitamin D and doing my job for my body. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> All right, so today we are going to talk about the differences, similarities, and distinctions between how we view coaching, consulting, and therapy, and how they can, I mean, we can just get into it, but in my mind, they can complement each other, they can supplement each other, there's lots of different ways of, um, but there's lots of ways of using them all, really. Yeah,
1: and we are by far not experts. Not Um, by any stretch. The difference is, it was actually just a conversation that sort of arose, and it's like, I think it's really interesting to note that all three have a very special place for different reasons and that um, they are not the same though. They're definitely not the same. So if you're looking for what a coach will offer, don't hire a therapist. And if you're looking for what a therapist will offer, don't hire a coach. Um, And consulting is really interesting too.
0: On that note, Amanda, what do coaches offer?
1: Yeah. And I also think that this is a little bit different for um there's I think there of the I would say of the three what what do I call them Mo- modalities yeah. practices yeah maybe. um coaching probably has the greatest variance
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would say and coaching crosses the line into consulting and into therapy but not therapy as in like um clinical therapy for, like, I imagine clinical therapy for, for a bunch of things, Um, but certainly for anything, any sort of mental, um, clinical depression, clinical anxiety, clinical, um, of course, deeper, like schizophrenia or bipolar, or any of that, Um, anything that goes deep into past trauma Anything that goes into working through PTSD, but I would say that a lot of times getting through the thickness of therapy will lead people into what they're desiring, which is more like a coaching, like now you know who you are from the therapy, let's do the coaching work to live in your present moment and allow you to thrive. And like, I feel super hesitant in all of the words here because I don't want to offend any therapists and I don't want to offend any coaches. I don't want to offend any consultants. Um, But they do cross over in a lot of places. But for me, therapy is very much like managing the past and deeper clinical issues. Coaching is like, I'm living a life. I want to thrive. Help me do it. Mm-hmm. And consulting is like, I have information for you that you might not have, and I'm going to give you the information so that you can do what you want to do.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Do you feel that way to you?
0: Absolutely. And I do feel like there, there can be a lot of overlap depending on the way that, um, you know, people are approaching each of these services or modalities. Um, I know that I have gotten what felt like very quality therapy from different coaching relationships that yeah. I have had with coaches. Um, better in fact than a lot of the relationships that I've had with therapists. But I think that might be because I wasn't supposed to be seeing a therapist at that yeah. point. <laughs> or they, I wasn't supposed to be seeing them for that. Don't get me wrong. Cause I kind of feel like all adults need a measure of therapy in their lives, <laughs> especially women. I think it's extremely useful Specifically for what Amanda talked about, like if you feel like there are things in your past that are holding you back from moving forward, you might want to start with therapy or do it in tandem with coaching because coaching is really meant to focus on the now and the growth into the future. It is not meant to dive back and process um, and and provide therapeutic recovery from the past. That's not what coaches are trained to do.
1: Or certainly anything where you're feeling like you need medication, right? Like, if, oh yeah, because
0: coaches can't prescribe it. Yeah. Therapy is the only one that can prescribe something for mental health.
1: Yeah, and like we, uh, we as coaches, like um, uh, for someone who's using medication for anxiety or depression, like we might give you tools as coaches that will help you manage anxiety or depression but we are by no means that's not our goal our goal is for you to hit the goals that you want to hit um and create the life that you want to create but certainly not to eliminate or manage any clinical
0: yeah and when we were uh discussing this really quickly to decide whether or not we wanted to have this conversation on the podcast you brought up a really fantastic point that i think you can speak into a little bit um And that is about the the coach's role in sort of surfacing and uncovering what the client actually wants. Um, And that's a little bit different than therapy, um, because in therapy, the the practitioner can actually, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Interpret for you what they're hearing. And coaches don't do that. Coaches don't make interpretations. Um, We'll sort of highlight something if we're sensing it or like, but it's all about asking questions. It's about unearthing and uncovering for the client what they're actually saying and what they actually want. Isn't that true?
1: Yeah. And well, this is where I think there's a big range in, in coaching. Um, And this is where coaching crosses into consulting. When you might say to someone like what I'm hearing is that this is happening for you might it be helpful to insert option <laughs> so inserting the option is when you're crossing into consulting
0: yep totally. And
1: what I'm hearing is when you're crossing into therapy <laughs> but what you're doing as a coach is you're allowing them to put the puzzle pieces together and go oh what I need to do is um, So coaching is like kind of opening the door, right? It's like opening doors in your mind that haven't been opened and making connections between your mind and your heart that haven't been made. Mm -hmm. And, um,
0: and offering that emotional support and accountability, which doesn't, that doesn't necessarily happen. Um, otherwise, it's not like a, a camaraderie atmosphere with your therapist or even with a consultant. And interestingly, like, I don't, it, it might be approaching the line of consultant um, to ask a question and say, might it be? But in the consulting that I've done, a lot of clients are literally looking for me to say, this is where you're going wrong. This is what you need to do. Yes, exactly. it's not like, Do you think that maybe? No, it's like, no, here's a checklist. Do this and yes. you will have an improvement. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Um, and you know, therapy, like i meant in a lot of the therapy that I've experienced, it wasn't like, there were no solutions really offered to me. Yeah. Um, so it,
1: I find that incredibly frustrating because I've had the same experience with therapy where we'll like uncover issues and then they just sit there. I'm like, well, that wasn't helpful. Like, <laughs> I want to know, I know what, what to do, do, I do now. now? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a doer. I don't want to just go home and sit in my awareness. Like, mm-hmm. I want a tool. And so, like, a coach might offer a tool, which is, like, write. <laughs> like, write it out. Mm-hmm. Um, meditate on it. Think about it while you go for a run, like consult with other people around you. Uh, But I feel like that was always missing for me in therapy, which I love what you said. Like, maybe it's because I didn't belong in therapy and I didn't belong in therapy either because what I really wanted was coaching. Mm -hmm. And so, I. but I think coaching is such a, um, I would guess that most people listening to this podcast are familiar with the coaching world, but it's also becoming more and more popular and more and more um, like accepted and talked about that you would have a coach for your business or for your life or for your personal, like for your family, personal needs and desires and wants. Um,
0: And I do like in, in defense of all my sisters and brothers out there that are doing therapy as their career and as their passion and as their livelihood. Um, I have, I I would say that I've had really successful and productive coaching relationships with people who were also in therapy because they do get to process things on an entirely different spectrum. And many times they'll say like, this thing came up for me this week in therapy. I would love to talk to you about it and strategize what to do now from a coaching perspective, yeah. So, and when you said, "I don't want to just go home and sit in my awareness," but sometimes you know, getting to that awareness and then bringing yeah, to something totally. is amazing. And that's yeah. actually, a lot of times it's it's ideal to be using utilizing all of these things at the same time for a lot of people yes. because they do complement and support one another in big ways. You know, sometimes um when somebody is very interactive with you, you might not actually have the silence and stillness to get to some of those deeper places like you do in therapy. Yep. Um, So I I just wanted to say that we are not by any stretch saying disqualify yourself from therapy just because you like taking action. Sometimes you're going to have way more focused and productive action by utilizing something like that that can get you to those deeper places of things that will actually change your life, you know?
1: And it's just another great example of try it. Right. Like try it. And don't just try one therapist. I was just going to say that. (laughs) Oh, therapy's not for me. Like, well, maybe that therapist wasn't for you. Try another one. Um, so try it, just try it and see how it feels. Talk to your friends and see what results they're getting and what, and why. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it's kind of one of those things. You, You just have to experience it to understand it. Um, so don't be afraid to like call up a life coach and be like, what can you offer me? What, here's my situation. How might you be able to help? And then call a therapist and say, here's my situation. How might you be able to help and see which one feels better to you? And definitely if you're in business, you know, consulting is like a whole not or investing or anything more, um, what's the word like concrete in terms of tools and actions and like, Steps (laughs) Steps <laughs> throw consulting into the mix, but I think most of the time people are deciding between therapy and coaching. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so I, yeah. I feel like consulting is not—it's not really to resolve mindset issues, which a yeah. lot of times coaching is. Like coaching yeah. to break through a lot of the mental things, the some of the emotional things. Um, it's how you get yourself out of your own way sometimes, and consulting is more like, "Hey, I've been doing all these things; they're not getting me the results that I want." So what can I do differently? Not how can I be differently? Yeah. No. So, yeah. But it sounds like we're definitely on the same page of all of them can be supremely useful and sometimes in collaboration with each other.
1: Yeah, I think Definitely in collaboration with each other or even in like certain times in your life, maybe not at the same time, Mm -hmm. um, but at different times in your life for sure. And if you really do need a prescription for anxiety, you're going to get more out of your coaching relationship because you've now managed the anxiety with a psychiatrist or a psychotherapist or whoever. Um, you're going to get more out of the coaching relationship because you've managed the other stuff in
0: whatever way. Yeah.
1: But it's amazing. And it's just, I think so much variance in personality. If you follow someone like Mel Robbins, is that her name? The five, four, three, two, one lady. Um, you know, people cure anxiety, lifelong anxiety through coaching tools Mm-hmm. So it, it, there's there, it happens, it, but it doesn't happen to everyone. That's why you have to play with it and explore it and really know who you are and how you best function.
0: Definitely. And I, I love what you said about, don't, you know, don't knock it till you try it and don't try it just once. Yeah. Because there, there is such a huge impact of, chemistry even. And if you feel comfortable with someone, or if you feel like you have immediately good rapport or with coaches, I think it's great to have like kind of something in common. I don't think that's necessary with therapy because you're not really interacting in that way. Um, but you know, like when I've gone to coaches, it matters to me that they understand parenting. Like I, I want someone who can appreciate my priorities from that perspective and yeah, be able to sure. like, understand understand what that is as a mother that has shifted big time since I wasn't a mother. Yeah, <laughs> and so now yeah. all of my priorities are very different, even as an entrepreneur and all of these other layered identities. Um, yeah. So I, I do think it's really important to vet your practitioner the, the way that you said, you know, call and say like, are, are we a good fit? Who are the ideal people that you like to work with? Who can you be of best service to? And is that me?
1: Yeah. What might it look like when we're working together?
0: Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. For, for all of those practitioners. Yeah. You know, not just therapists, but coaches too. You know, I've known a lot of people who have spent a lot of money on coaches that weren't the right fit for them.
1: And I would also just want to bring up the fact that you can read a book with like um, psychotherapy information. You can read a book with mindset information. You can listen to podcasts about therapy or coaching or consulting. But when you commit and when you invest in yourself in the actual one-on-one relationship with somebody and with coaches, like a lot of coaches sell programs, which are awesome, can be super useful. But I would really encourage people to have at least that experience with a person who's really digging into what's happening for you. That's different than the last person I saw. (laughs) Um, and that like, it's like, you don't go on to Google and diagnose your bipolar. Like you have to sit with somebody and figure it out. And the same goes for mindset issues in terms of coaching and, or, you know, starting our business or whatever. So there's so much value in in that one-on-one relationship with all of these people, coaches, consultants, and therapists. Yeah. Yeah. It really does have to be a good energy feel. Mm -hmm.
0: Agreed. Um, Do you have anything else that you want to say before I? I
1: don't think so, but definitely send us questions if you have them. Um, And uh, yeah, just know that everybody does it all a little bit differently just because therapists have a, letters on their name, doesn't mean they do it the same, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. So send
1: us questions if you have them. um,
0: Yeah. That kind of leads into my ask too, because my, my ask for today is for, comments and reflections from our listeners about this. Is there anything that like, cause uh, as you all know, me and Amanda can only speak to what we know and what we believe. Like we can only speak to where we're at. So if we missed something dramatically here, <laughs> in the relationship between these three things and how they can serve, please do let us know. Cause I am curious, you know, I'm, I'm devoted to my personal growth. And um, if I'm missing something, please let me know.
1: Yeah, that's that's good. And um and ask us too if you don't know how to find someone, you know, because I think both of us are really good connectors. We're really good at help connecting people to who you're looking for. Um so ask us if you're you're like trying to find somebody. Yeah, yeah. Great. All right. Um I am gonna ask the universe for another miracle or three this week. <laughs> Um, we are having amazing success filling our connected growth program with Jen Heilman. And um, I'm just going to ask for some more miracles in those last few spots.
0: Okay, do we want to tell people more about that this week? Can we remind well, them of the link? Let's well, assist this, the universe.
1: Yeah, this <laughs> will air at the same Like, I think that timing is a little different. So, for me, it's just like say the words out loud into the universe. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All the time it airs.
0: To- By the time it airs, the universe will have already worked its miracles.
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) The universe will have already worked its miracles.
0: All right, awesome. (laughs) Well, then let's just, by the time this airs, we can just thank the universe for working its miracles.
1: Yeah, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, awesome. Thank you, Amanda. Until next time.